Good evening and a warm welcome to each one of you, whether you are here in the building or you are watching online. We are here as is become practice on our third Sunday evening of the month to spend the evening focusing in on the communion table. Tonight's responsive uh, readings, liturgy, if you like, is being adapted from the Celtic Daily Prayer book number one. The focus as we share in the bread and in the cup will be realizing once again the cost of that to Jesus. And hopefully we will also remember just how much he loves us. I invite you to respond with the words in bold and uh, it starts off like this. One thing I have asked of the Lord This is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Do you seek him with all your soul? Do you seek him with all your mind? Do you seek him with all your strength? And so we have come to seek God. We've come to seek him with our heart, our soul, our mind and our strength. And we are gathered together to do that. There is one God and one mediator between heaven and earth, the man, Christ Jesus. He gave himself a ransom for all people, and whoever is on the Lord's side, join with me as we come to praise and glorify God. And we're going to do that as we sing our first song, Come People of the Risen King. If you would like to stand, that's lovely. If you want to remain seated, that's also fine. Please take your seats. We've rejoiced. We have declared God as our risen King. And so we say together the words declaring our faith. And if you can respond again. There is no other God than God the Father. There never His Son, Jesus Christ, is the Lord of the universe. He has been with the Father in a way that baffles description. Since before the beginning of the world, before all beginning, and by him all things are made, visible and invisible. He was made man. He defeated death. He was received into heaven by the Father, who has given him power over all names, in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Every tongue will acknowledge to him that Jesus Christ is the Lord God. And we believe in him, and we look for his coming soon. 
as judge of the living and the dead. And he will treat everyone according to their deeds. He has poured out the Holy Spirit upon us in abundance, the giver and guarantee of eternal life, who makes those who believe and obey children of God and joint heirs with Christ. We acknowledge and adore him as one God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Sometimes when we have those kinds of words, we read them without recognizing some of what we've just said. But we have just declared, Jesus, to have defeated death. We've acknowledged that he's been given power over all names. We recognize that he will come again as the judge of the living and the dead. And we acknowledge and adore him as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I wonder how you're feeling tonight and what it is that you, maybe you're wanting God to say to you. Well, John's going to come and read our passage tonight. But I'm going to ask you to look at it as well as John reads it. Because what I'm going to be doing afterwards is say... Is any of those verses, do any of those verses particularly speak to you tonight? Or have they been a source of encouragement or just a sense of affirmation that we're not in this alone? So John, if you could read it from there, that would be really helpful. Our reading is from Isaiah chapter 41, verses 8 to 14. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its furthest corners. I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Do not be afraid, you worm Jacob. Little Israel, do not fear, for I myself will help you, declares the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. We thank God for his word. Thank you, John. And I wonder, were any of those verses, did any of those verses just kind of speak to you or encourage you? And I've got Ian with the uh, microphone who will come and see if anybody would just like to share. If you don't, it's fine, but I just felt it was a really important passage. Thank you, Peter.
the bit, the bit that struck me was, so do not fear, for I am with you. Just that. Else? Uh, Samuel, thank you. It is verse 13, where it says, for I am the Lord your God, and this is the one that hit me, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, talking to me personally, do not fear, I will help you. Absolutely. Such a wonderful image, isn't it? Of grabbing hold and giving you that sense of security. Yeah. So often, I think during COVID, we missed that human touch, didn't we? I know some of us are still missing that. Um, being able to welcome and shake hands and just come alongside one another. And that sense of holding our hands. Just lovely. Thank you very much. And as you say, Samuel, speaking to us personally. Anybody else? Thank you, Hannah. Um, I think verses 9, when it says, uh, You whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its father's corners, um, and towards the end when it says, I have chosen you and not cast you off. You know, that sense of God, you know, going from, to the ends of the earth and calling from its furthest corners, you know, going above and beyond yeah. to the furthest point than we could possibly imagine to find us and to choose us. Yeah. That really yeah. is quite staggering. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you, Annette. These two verses, 9 and 10, are very special for me because this years ago when I was aware of God's call and really doubting it, uh, these two verses, they really stood out. I don't know how I can explain it to you as if it stood out in italics in black. I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners I called you, I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. These very, these two verses, so special, was sort of foundational in all those years, knowing God's call. Thank you. And isn't it true, when we have those times of doubt, am I doing what you want me to do, God? Have you really called me to this place, that you come back to verses like this, don't you, that absolutely remind you that we are where God wants us to be, doing what God wants us to do, even when it's difficult and tough. Thank you, Annette. Uh, John? Oh, I do like this. You're making him work. I thought it was about time he got some of his own medicine. <laughs> all the running around he's made you do. I think it's in verse uh, 13. Uh, it's that picture of God uh, taking hold yeah. of your right hand. Mm. It, it's a wonderful image mm. 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 Um, to imagine God holding our mm. right hand. Mm. Yeah, thank you very much. As, as Samuel said, that sense of holding us, keeping us secure. I think, Hannah, you talked about being chosen not being rejected and being brought, you know, he went above and beyond, I think was your phrase. And we're going to listen to a song. Um, it just, I heard it and the words in it just really touched something inside me as I was thinking about communion. I think 
It reminds us everyone is loved by God. Everyone is welcome. Thank you, Sam. I'm not entirely sure who wrote that or what the setting of it was, but there's that sense of everyone being welcome. Everyone can come as we are. We just need to bring our hearts and know that we are welcomed. And so as we think about that and the bread and wine, we're going to uh, say again. Then the slides come up. Killed it. The Lord is with us and his spirit is here. Look with kindness on your people gathered here before you. Send forth the power of your spirit so that these gifts may become for us the body and blood of your beloved son, Jesus Christ our Lord, in whom we have become your own. We say together, holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Let's just pause for a moment. The body and the cup. Continue, O oh God, you are always thinking about your people. You never forget us. You sent your son Jesus, who gave his life for us, and who came to forgive us and taught us to forgive each other. We say together, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. symbols of Jesus's broken body and his poured out blood. I invite you maybe as I just read a description of that moment of Jesus's crucifixion, if you wish to just to close your eyes as we once again think about what Jesus has done for us, that moment of agony and pain. Suddenly, Jesus was thrown backwards. His bruised and hurting shoulders pressed hard against the wood. The soldier felt for the depression at the front of his wrist and quickly drove the heavy, square, wrought iron nail through the wrist and deep into the cross. The pain was agonizing breath-catching. 
And it was repeated again as the second wrist was hammered to the other side. A moment's respite as above his head were hammered the words, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. His feet were then caught and they too were hammered into the wood as the blinding pain once again shot through his body until he was finally lifted up and crucified. I don't know how you felt as I just read those words. Did you flinch? sense of oh the pain you almost feel sick at what he went through and I was reminded of that because traditionally when we come around the table we have a prayer of thanks for what he has done and yet how in a sense can we say thank you when actually we want to be saying sorry And then I was reminded from the description that we can find in the gospel accounts that when Jesus sat with his disciples at that last supper, he himself gave thanks. He gave thanks to his father, knowing that it would be his broken body, his poured out blood. And so we need to follow that example of saying thank you. But before we do that, we're going to have another song. One that we're going to stay seated and we can sing along or we can just sit and listen as we're reminded what kind of love is this. And so our prayer of thanks is to recognize that love that held him there. Again, I invite you to respond with the words in bold. Jesus, our sin put the nails in your hands. Can you go back a slide, Sam? Sorry. Thank you. It was love that held you there. It was love that held you there. Jesus, our sin, put the nails in your feet. It was love that held you there. It was love that held you there. The soldiers hoisted your cross on high. You were their prisoner, but no one took your life away from you. You gave it willingly, freely. It was love that held you there. It was love that held you there. And so, having given thanks, giving thanks for that love, we continue as we confess our sin. God, our Father, we confess with shame our slowness to learn from you and our reluctance to follow you. You have spoken and called us, but we have not paid heed. Again, the words will come onto the screen. Your beauty has shone out. 
but we have been blind. And we say that last line. Oh, hold on. Next slide, I think, Sam. Thank you. Your beauty has shone out, but we have been blind. Be tender in your mercy, Lord. Forgive us when we have not loved you with all our heart and soul, mind and strength. When we have taken much and returned so little with thanks. When we have been unworthy of your unchanging and overwhelming love for us. Be tender in your mercy, Lord. Forgive us our coldness, our indifference, our lack of constant love, our unbelief and our false pretenses, our refusal to understand your ways. Be tender in your mercy, Lord. Teach us your ways, O God, and let us walk in your truth. Help us to put behind us our stubborn independence and turn once again to you so that we might be Christ's and Christ might be ours. I thought we would use a song that we often have at communion. We've given thanks. We have said that we're sorry. And now we turn our eyes to the Lamb who bears our sins away. And so we're going to sing this song in stages as we share in the bread and in the cup. And so we're going to sing now verses 1 and the chorus. Thank you. So on the night of his arrest, among friends, they gathered around a table. And Jesus took the bread, and having blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, this is my body given for you. Haley's going to bring around the bread, and I invite you when you receive it to partake. Thank you. So we continue with the song, Behold the Lamb. Those words we know so well, in the same way after supper, he took the cup and having given thanks, he poured it out and gave the cup to his disciples, saying, this cup is the new relationship with God, sealed with my blood. Take it and share it, and I shall drink wine with you once again in the coming kingdom of God. Haley, this time is going to bring around the cup, but we're not going to be drinking from it just yet. We're going to sing again, but thank you, Haley. And so we have sung, and now we drink because his blood has been shed.
We have followed Jesus' example. We have taken the bread and we have drunk the cup. Ordinary things of this world, but extraordinary gifts from God. We've shared them as a sign of God's covenant with us. And we can celebrate because as a result of them, we have been set free and we can live in hope. And so we're going to sing again. But this time I invite you, if you're able, to stand as we sing with thankfulness and faith, our last verse. And during that time, Haley will collect our cups. Please take your seats. As we come now to our time of prayer of thanks, so often what we do around the table is we remember one another and remember our world. We're going to do that in two ways. One, in prayers that I will lead for ourselves and for our country. And then we're going to have a prayer that's been written for Ukraine. And we're going to listen to the words of that song that will follow on. And so I invite you to pray. Father God, we want to recognize, as we have done in our singing, with thankfulness and faith for all that you have done for us. We thank you that we've been reminded that we will once again, with you, join in that feast in heaven, recognizing you as our King. But Lord, we're not there yet. And for now, we need to remember our brothers and sisters, those who we know, those who maybe we don't know, but we know are a number who are poorly. Father God, we just ask that you come alongside each and every one. Those perhaps who are watching online tonight, those who we hold in our hearts. Those who we know who live in our neighborhood, those in our homes, in homes and hospitals, those who just are struggling with day-to-day -day life, with anxiety, with mental health, for the things that feel too big for them. Loving Heavenly Father, come alongside them, we pray. We continue to also remember those who have been bereaved. We remember those who have been bereaved in recent days and weeks, but also in the last number of months. We particularly remember Steve and Val. And Michelle Benjamin, as the funeral for her father is on Friday this week. Lord, draw close to them, we pray. Father God, as we think about our country and about our town, we thank you for those who serve. But Lord, we bring them before you and ask that they may be open to your speaking to them to your leading and to your direction. Father God, sometimes we hang our heads at what decisions are made. But Lord, let us recognize that we have a responsibility to pray for those who are in those positions of responsibility. 
We pray for those who, in what they do, seek to be your voice in those corridors of power. Lord, may your will be done, we pray. And Lord, as we consider our world, we recognize the many who are working to bring light and hope into a dark and very despondent world. Lord, we remember our own missionary workers. We remember Andy and Rihanna as they fly home tomorrow. We remember those further afield and those close to home. Lord, give them strength, we pray. Give them peace in what they do. For those Christian brothers and sisters who are working and living in a country where they are persecuted for their faith, Lord, we remember them too. And Father God, we ask particularly that you will be with them. And now as we listen to the song that has been sung and written for Ukraine, Lord, we bring our hearts and our prayers to you as we listen. Thank you. say the words of the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May his will indeed be done. We're going to conclude our time together with the words of the song, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. And I invite you to stand as we sing. Love so amazing, so divine, 
demands our souls, our lives, our all. And as we leave this place, I bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, but three. We have eaten and drunk with him, and now we are blessed, both now and in the days to come, knowing that the sun can be bright upon us, the night will give us his peace, and we can come again into his house rejoicing. And so as we go, we go forth with joy in our hearts, with peace in our minds, and love in our spirits, as we go to serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. And thank you for being with us tonight. God bless.